Amen. We thank God for blessing us to be uh, uh, together once again. And to those that uh, listen to us by way of social media, uh, we want to thank you for your support uh, in listening uh, to the messages that God has given us to share. And uh, your uh, feedback is welcome. Amen. Uh, uh, We always uh, would like to know who uh, this word is reaching. And uh, so uh, feedback is always welcome. And, uh, amen, if the Lord would lay it upon your heart to be supportive of the work that we're doing here at Bethel, uh, there's a way for those of you that are listening by social media uh, can be a blessing. Uh, We have the Bethel Christian Worship Center app that can be uh, downloaded from uh, the app store on your Apple or your Android phone. And uh, once you download that Bethel Christian Worship Center app, uh, you can uh, uh, be a blessing uh, to this ministry. And uh, uh, as we uh, give up that which is spiritual unto you, if the Lord would put up on your heart, amen, to help uh, help us in that endeavor uh, so that this message, the messages of the word of God can go around the world. This time we're going to turn our attention to Uh, the scripture and we're going to be talking today we began uh, a couple weeks ago talking about the miraculous seed and uh, on today we're going to talk about the enemy of the seed the enemy of the seed you know uh, a lot of us we go through life and have you ever seen an instance where uh, a person was going along, minding their own business, you know, not uh, thinking uh, anything was about to happen, and they didn't realize that uh, there were people that were scheming to do them harm. Uh, there were individuals that, for one reason or another, uh, didn't like them and were looking for just the opportunity to take them down. And uh, I can remember instances when I was uh, going to school. uh, One of the ploys that uh, I've seen happen would be we'd be playing a game. And uh, at least most of us thought it was a game and thought we were playing. But there were individuals that were there that weren't playing. And, and, And they were out to hurt you. And, and, and so you're going along and you're thinking, oh, it's just a game. You know, we're out here to have fun. You know, we're not trying to hurt each other. And all of a sudden you begin to realize, wait a minute, they ain't playing. And many times it's a rude awakening. And, uh, you know, and if you know that, it, amen, they ain't playing, uh, now uh, you can uh, defend yourself a little bit better because you, you know uh, 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 what the score is. That's the way I believe it is for many of us in the uh, spiritual. In the spiritual life, uh, we go through life thinking that, uh, you know, that, that, that it's a game. And, 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 and you know, we're, we're not playing for keeps, we're playing for fun. I'm here to tell you that the enemy of your soul is not playing for fun. Not playing for fun. And uh, the... Uh, for many of us, the ineffectiveness that we find happening in our lives is because uh, we, need to, we need to take a, a, a little bit more serious attitude uh, toward the word of God that is being sown uh, uh, so that it can, uh, it can benefit us and, and that the enemy doesn't rob us. Talking about the enemy of the seed. And uh, we're going to go... Uh, to the scripture and uh, the scripture verses that we're going to be using and that will be on the screen. We're going to first begin in the book of Genesis. Book of Genesis, third chapter, uh, beginning at the first verse. And uh, we're reading from the Christian uh, Standard Bible. That's the version that we're going to be using uh, and sharing with you on the day. The Christian Standard Bible might read a little differently. Uh, but hopefully uh, you'll be able to follow along with us. Genesis 3, 1 through 3. Now the serpent was the most cunning of all the wild animals that the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Did God really say 
you can't eat of any of the trees in the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit from the trees in the garden. Hey Amen. I want you to notice this strategy. Number one, uh, the, the serpent, the Bible talks about the serpent, but this is the devil inhabiting the serpent. And uh, when you're having a conversation with the devil, you can believe he's got a strategy. And the other thing that we notice here is that the first thing that he does uh, is he targets the woman. He intentionally bypassed Adam and targeted the woman. And uh, notice his strategy uh, as he, and, 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 and you know, the, 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 the enemy uh, is, is cunning with his words. Uh, did God really say you can't eat from any of the trees in the garden? Notice how he starts that conversation off. The woman said, uh, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But about the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, God said, you must not eat it or touch it or you will die. Verse 4, no, you will not die, the serpent said to the woman. In fact, God knows that when you eat it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. I want you to notice what he did. He zeroed in immediately with his first conversation with, the one, with mankind, represented by the woman. The, the, the very first thing he did was zero in and bring doubt to the word that God had given them. His first attack was on the word that God had given them. And to cause her to believe that maybe God was holding out on her. He said, you'll, you'll not die. The serpent said to him, in fact, God knows. That when you eat it, your eyes will be open. And you will be like God. Knowing good and evil. I talked about this in a message uh, earlier this year. And, and, and I talked about, uh, I, I thank God I finally in, in study began to find out. Uh, we weren't made to be able to handle good and evil. God created us. Amen. To handle good. And, 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 and we didn't have the capacity. We didn't, God knew we didn't have the capacity to handle it. But it was a test of our obedience. Amen. But what Satan says, uh, you'll, you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. And, 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 and because we can't handle uh, 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 good and evil, God, God created us for good. But the enemy tried to Amen. Pervert uh, the creation of God and, 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 and to doubt God at his word and to get us, amen, uh, in a state that he knew we couldn't handle. And I won't go into all of the deaths, but I spent the whole message talking about that. And uh, if you go back to some of my previous messages, if you weren't here to hear it, uh, it's, it's illuminating and eye-opening, amen, when you find out God wasn't playing games in the garden. Amen. And, 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 and there was a reason uh, 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 for the test in the garden. And, uh, that, and, 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 and yet even uh, God knew we weren't going to pass the test. God had already made a way of salvation. Yes, Lord, yes, Hallelujah. So he immediately attacks the word. That's what I want to point to. It says the, the woman saw the tree that it was good for food. Delightful to look at. That it was desirable for obtaining wisdom. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. Amen. Where was the man? Amen. He was standing by. Amen. Letting the woman take the lead. And, and where he should have stepped up and, 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 and uh, did his part to guard, to guide. Amen. But, but, but he was so, I, I don't know if he was so infatuated with her and, or, or whatever, but uh, uh, and, and notice that the enemy uh, reversed God's order in coming to the woman 
instead of coming to the man. And, 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 and uh, he did it strategically. Amen. And, and you know what? Uh, nothing ever good happens uh, when men uh, 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 relinquish and don't live up to their uh, both natural and spiritual leadership responsibilities. Nothing ever good happens. Amen. Uh, Sometimes the women have to do the best they can, amen, with men that are absent, amen, from their rightful places. And, uh, amen, I, I, I'm not here to bash, amen, any women. I, 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 I don't have an axe to grind against any women. Amen. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, amen, that it was not God's, amen, perfect order. Amen. The man should have stepped up and he didn't. Hallelujah. She gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were open. And they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. I, I, I went back to Genesis because our main text is going to be uh, found in uh, Luke. But I went back to Genesis to show you uh, when we talk about an enemy of the seed. I'm here to tell you that the first thing that the enemy goes for is the word of God. And, 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 and because he knows the seed of the word of God, he knows it'll work. And so he makes it, uh, 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 he, 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 he makes it a, a, uh, one of his primary mission is to make the word of God null and void in your lives. Talking about the enemy of the seed. When we go to Luke uh, 8... And four, it says a large crowd was gathering and the people were coming to Jesus from every town. He said in a parable, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some seed fell along the path and it was trampled on and the birds of the sky devoured it. Amen. Now, Luke is... Uh, expressing or is uh, giving his version of what we call the parable of the sower. And he's uh, talking here about the seed that uh, fell, what is called by the wayside, or he sowed some seeds along the path and it was trampled on. And the birds of the sky devoured it. Uh, a, a good word picture to see what he was talking about. The farmers did not uh, plow up all of their field. There were parts of their field that uh, they left unplowed and, and didn't sow there because those were the pathways. Uh, a good example would be uh, like if you got a lawn, uh, you know, you got a lawn and then you got sidewalks. Around your lawn. Well if you're planting grass and what having flowers. You're not going to plant on the sidewalk where people walk. You're going to plant a man on the ground. So when the Bible talks about the seed was sown. uh, uh, There it says uh, he sowed the seed and it fell along the path. The path is where people walked. It was packed down and hard. And because people walked on the path, it was impossible for the seed to penetrate. Now, what is the seed? What does the seed represent? The Word of God. And so, what are we talking about then? We're talking about hard hearts. That's what we're talking about here. Hard hearts. And and, uh, where hearts are hardened, the Word of God is not going to get in. And the enemy is not going to let it lay there. Notice he said, and the birds of the sky devoured it. Let's move on. We're talking about the enemy of the seed. Luke 8, 6, it says, other seed fell on the rock. And when it grew up, it withered away since it lacked moisture. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it. Still other seed fell on good ground. And when it grew up, it produced fruit. A hundred times what was sown. 
And as he said this, he called out, let anyone who have ears to hear, let them listen. And then his disciples asked him, amen, and we've talked about this uh, last week. The disciples waited till they got in the house and they asked him, what does this parable mean? And he said to them, uh, the secrets of the kingdom of God have been given for you to know. But to the rest, it is in parables. So that looking they may not see and hearing they may not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. The seed along the path are those who have heard. And then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. I told you there's an enemy of the seed. And, 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 and notice he said, the devil comes. The devil makes it his priority to make sure that that word does not penetrate because he knows the power of the seed. And notice that he said, so that they may not believe and be saved. Hallelujah. Talking about the enemy of the seed. Now, when we talk about, when it's talking about that they may not believe and be saved, uh, we're talking about salvation in two different aspects. And I want to I want to uh, 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 bring that up right now. Salvation in two aspects. Amen. We're talking about the fact of somebody who doesn't know Christ. Uh, doesn't know God and the partner of their sin that, amen, if, if they will hear the word and believe, yes. the word will work and it will save them. Oh, yes. That's one aspect we're talking about. A person who's never been saved and, and will hear the word, believe, and be saved. But the second aspect that I, wanna, I want us to focus on, uh, this is a word to believers. Because, see, those of us who are believers uh, and, and, and are already saved, Amen. What happened when we got saved was our spirit was, was renewed or born again. Yes. And, and, and if you think about us, amen, when, uh, as, 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 as our whole being, amen, we have a spirit that has a soul that lives in a body. So, so as, 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 as human beings, we are, we are we're tripart beings. We are uh, body, soul, and spirit. We're more oriented to the natural world. So we say body, soul, and spirit. In the Bible it says spirit, soul, and body. And when we got saved. Those of us that are saved. What was born again. Was our spirit. Your body didn't get saved. And your soul. Didn't get saved when you were born again. A lot of times we say, oh, he saved my soul. Uh, but no, he didn't save your soul. He saved your spirit. And, and, and I'll show you in just a moment from the scripture. Uh, and, 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 and see, uh, <coughs> that's something that we need to, <coughs> need to understand. Uh, our body didn't get saved. If you knew how to hold a joint, a roll a joint, you still know how to roll a joint. If you know how to smoke cigarettes, you still know how to smoke cigarettes. Amen. Uh, your body didn't get saved. And, 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 and we're yet in a world where uh, uh, sin is in operation. Uh, but our, our spirit got saved. All right? Uh, and, 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 and if we don't uh, uh, focus and continue uh, to allow the word to work, in us, if we're not careful, we'll find ourselves going back to some of the same things that the Lord delivered us out of. Yes. Oh, yes. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes. Hallelujah. And, and that same principle that originally worked in our lives to save us is that same principle that needs to continue to work to keep us. Yes. We need to, that's why you don't graduate. Graduate from high school, you graduate from college, uh, you graduate from vocational training, you don't graduate from spiritual training. Some folk think they do. 
But, man, you don't graduate from this, amen. Uh, uh, and the reason I say you don't graduate is because the same thing that it took to save us is the same thing that it's going to take to keep us. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the enemy of the seed. So that second aspect of salvation, not only is he talking about those who uh, have never been saved and, and if they will believe and it will save them, but to those of us that are saved. Yeah. Hallelujah. It will save our soul. Amen. I can prove it to you from uh, the book of James. Book of James. James 1 and 19. And in James 1 and 19, it says, My dear brothers and sisters, understand this. Everyone should be quick to what? Slow to speak and slow to anger. My dear brothers and sisters, understand this. By the side of all you're getting, get an understanding. Amen. For a lot of us, it's just the opposite. We quit to speak. And, and, and don't pay attention a lot of times, amen, while somebody else is talking, we're already trying to uh, uh, construct our argument to tear down what they're saying. And for some of us, we, amen, uh, we, we almost kind of glory in the fact that we got a bad temper. That's just how I am. That's just how the nuns are. Amen. Well, you know, you're going you're gonna, to, uh, uh, you know, try to justify that that's just how your family act. Well, don't you realize that, amen, somebody has to uh, stand up and make a difference. Somebody has to stand up in the family and say, you know what, this thing has gone far enough. Enough is enough. Somebody needs to stand in the gap and make up the hedge. And say that uh, uh, this thing has plagued our family long enough. I'm turn. I'm, I'm, if God used me to turn this thing around, my dear brothers and sisters, understand this: everyone, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For human anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. Man's wrath does not accomplish the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of us think we're going to make things better because we, you know, I'm angry. You better get over it. (laughs) Better get over it. It, 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 Amen. All all it's going to do is make you miserable. Amen. And, 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 and it's going to put you at odds with what God wants to do. Because it does not accomplish God's righteousness. Amen. Therefore, ridding yourselves of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent. Humbly receive the implanted word which is able to save your souls. What are we talking about here? Uh, verse 21. James. James. Therefore ridding yourselves. Of all moral filth. Uh, we live in a wicked. In a wicked age. We live in a wicked world. And when you begin to find out. Some of the things that are going on. It used to be. Uh, uh, done in the dark and, 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 and behind closed doors. But some of this stuff now is out in the open. Out in the open. And it's terrible. Amen. It's terrible. And if we're not careful, because of the pervasiveness of the wickedness, uh, we'll get to the point to where we'll begin to uh, 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 compromise. Uh, we'll start. Uh, uh, we'll start saying, "Well, that you know, that ain't so bad. That ain't so bad. You, you, you know that." In, in other words, we'll if we're not careful, uh, uh, the flow of wickedness is going this way, and, and we should be going this way. But, amen, the stream of wickedness can be so much until, amen, it'll get to the point to where, well, I'm just resting. 
Amen. I'm just, I'm just resting. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just resting. Amen. I'm, 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 I, I ain't with them, but, but I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of going with the flow. Now you need to be doing this, doing this. Amen. Doing this. Amen. Swimming against it, but we'll get to the point to where there's some stuff that used to offend our conscience. There's some things that used to offend our conscience. And we'll get to the point to where we'll, instead of looking at it like God sees it, uh, we'll start making excuses. Hallelujah. Oh, anybody, anybody understand what I'm talking about here? The Bible says, therefore, ridding yourselves of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent. How are we going to do that? Well, he tells us how to do it. Number one, you got to do it humbly. Notice that word that humbly receive the implanted word. What will help us is, number one, we can't let the culture dictate our convictions. We can't let the culture dictate what's right and wrong for us. And, 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 and say, well, you know, that's bad, but that ain't so bad. And, 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 and we can't let the culture, amen, we have to humbly, humbly receive the implanted word. And, and, and that's the thing that the enemy of the sea, he doesn't want that word to be planted in him. Amen. Humbly receive the implanted word which is able. To save your souls. That's how our soul. So, so our spirit got saved when we were born again. But it is a process. The saving of the soul. And it is a process that you don't graduate from. Amen. It is a process that you've got to keep. Amen. Uh, uh, allowing the word in. Amen. And letting it work on the inside. And then notice what he said, verse 22. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. See, some of us think that just because we uh, uh, put on religious teaching and uh, come to church on Sunday and we say we heard a good message. Amen. Hearing a good message is just like the crowd who heard the power that Jesus told. And he said, let he who have an ear to hear, let him hear. It is possible to listen or to hear and not listen. It is possible to be in the crowd and hear the message but not get the meaning. And what did the disciples do in order to get the meaning? Amen. They, they weren't satisfied with just hearing with the crowd, but they drew close, they drew close closer to him in the house and say, what does it mean? And, and what does it mean? And what do we need to do with this? That's what he's saying there. But be doers of the word and not hearers only. Because if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like someone looking at his own face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and immediately forgets what kind of person he was. When I see that word immediately there, it, make me, it, it makes me think about the urgency that the enemy likes to take the word that's been sown before it penetrates our heart. Bible said he comes immediately. Mark said he came immediately to get that word. Hallelujah. See, I recognize, I, I recognize that, there's a, that, that there's a disconnect going on. And the disconnect is not that we we're not it's not that we aren't being taught. We're being taught. Oh, yes. The disconnect is that uh, what's being taught is not being allowed to to to, to penetrate and, and 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 to take root so it can produce fruit. Looks at himself in the mirror, beholding his own face in the mirror, goes away. And immediately forget what kind of person he is. And that's the way some of us will do. We'll be in a good service. Hear a good message. 
And uh, sometime before we can get out the door and, and into our cars, uh, the enemy has stolen that word. Has stolen it. But notice what he said. This is what we need to do. But the one who looks intently, say that word with me, looks intently. That's not casual. But the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom. Interesting choice of word. Law of freedom. Law of liberty. You see, the enemy will, will, will try to pervert and make us think that if we uh, 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 let the word in and, and, and act on the word and get serious about it, that it's going to limit our freedom. It's going to limit our liberty. But the exact opposite is true. It's not a law that limits us. It's a law that sets us free. Yes. It says over, I think, Romans 8, where it says, uh, There's therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the law or after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the liberty and life in Christ Jesus have made me free. From the law of sin and death. Notice what he said. The law of freedom and perseveres in it. What does that mean? Perseveres in it. Not sometime. Not occasionally. But to persevere means to stick with it. Stick with it. Stick with it. Stick with it. Perseveres and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer who works. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, you all are hearing today. But after, and, 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 and I won't be much longer, but after I get through, the question is going to be what are you going to do with this? Right. What are you going to do with the word? And, and I'm not just only talking about this message. I'm talking about some of the other messages that came and you know or knew that it was a rhema word for you. What did you do with it? What did I do with it? Because see, uh, what, I, what I minister and teach, it comes first to me before I can give it to you. What are we doing with it? Well, I would venture to say, uh, when I look around, not enough. Not enough. I don't see enough fruit. And, and, and I'm not using a shovel. It's first to me, too. We're not doing enough with it. I want you to start thinking about that. I'm, I'm talking to you. And I'm talking to me. We're not doing enough with it. Because there's no failure in the word. The word don't fail. Amen. But, but, but it's, it's what are we doing? We've got to be do, not, not just hearers, but doers who works. Notice it says, this person is blessed in whatever he does. That's the kind of person I want to be. Anybody else here? That's the kind of person. I, I want to be the person that is blessed in whatever I do. Amen. Blessed going in, blessed coming out. Amen. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, uh, let's talk about a few points here then that uh, I think uh, based on the word that we've shared, that we've shared with you today. Uh, one thing that I found is that if we don't use it, we're going to lose it. If you don't do something with the words that are sown, the messages that come forth, and, 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 and I don't know about you, but uh, I, I'm, I'm going to come up with a, uh, a routine. Uh, I know what works for me. Now, this might not work for you, but, but I, I, I know what works for me. Uh, what works for me is to be a creature of habit. Right. Mm -hmm. Habit. Mm -hmm. If I just kind of wing it, amen, there's some things that's going to get left off. Mm 
If I just kind of, you know, uh, 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 you know, go uh, by what I feel like doing, there's some things that are going to get left off. But what I found, and, and, and I found certain habits that work for me. Uh, I'll talk about natural a little bit. I ain't going to let you in on all my secrets, but I'll, I'll talk about a few things in the natural. And, 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 and these are things that let's apply them in the spiritual. Uh, one of my habits is that, that I found that worked for me, and I don't work 100% of the time, but it works about 90% of the time. Amen. Uh, I don't lay my keys down. Amen. I either keep them in my pocket or I keep them clipped to my belt. Amen. Uh, but 90% of the time, I never lay my keys down. Never. And, 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 and that works for me. I don't lose my keys. I've got some other little things that, I mean, that, that work, this works for me. And, 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 and I've, I've gotten it down into a, a habit pattern. And, and if I follow through with that habit, that pattern that I've established, amen, it works for me. Now, sometimes when I try to communicate to my wife, I say, this, this, this will work better, amen. Uh, 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 a lot of times, what worked for me don't necessarily work for her. And, and, and she has to find what works for her. Y'all understand uh, what I'm talking about? Well, uh, in order to be successful in life, I found that we are a product of our habits, whether they are good or bad. Am I right about it? Some of the, some of the stuff we're dealing with is because of bad habits. And so uh, what I've come to the conclusion that in order to be more fruitful, I'm going to have to develop some habits when it comes to the word of God, you see, uh, I'm not going to get the victory of, uh, 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 in life on just what I know. Anybody listening to me? Uh, I used to, you know, study, study. So, amen, I, I, I can teach because I know. But I'm not going to have victory in my personal life by what I know. I'm going to have victory and more fruit in my personal life in what I do with the word that has been implanted in me. See, I, I, I used to think my responsibility stopped that when, 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 when God gave me the revelation and God gave me the word and then I shared it with you that, amen, I was going to get fruit. But you know what I found out? My responsibility don't stop when I share it with you. Amen. I have the same responsibility that you have to implant that thing and let it work on me. Anybody getting anything out of this? I don't want to waste your time. And so I'm going, I'm, 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 I'm going to develop a, a, a pattern, a strategy of habits that I'm going to employ that as God gives me revelation, amen, there's going to be a purposeful uh, 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 plan that I'm going to follow through with uh, to let that, that, that word work so that it can produce fruit. Because if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. Amen. And the seed of God's word must be cultivated or it's going to be snatched away by Satan. There are... Some revelations that God has given me. And I'm not bragging on me, but I'm just sharing here to help you. There are some revelations that God has given me that I thought I was going to file it away. So I, I put that on the shelf. And, 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 and I'm going to use it. And, and don't get me wrong, there are files that I keep. I've got electronic files and stuff. But, but, but sometimes there was revelation and stuff that God gave me. And I kind of put it on the shelf and I shouldn't have did that. I should have studied that thing. I should have, I should have meditated on that thing. I should have cultivated that thing. Right. And, 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 and for some of it, it's hard for me to, to recall it now. Any, anybody ever, God gave you something, and, and, and you hesitated on acting on it, and, and, and you knew at the time when God gave it to you, if I, if I do this, if I do it like this, oh man, it's going to be tremendous. And now you're trying to say, man, what was that? Yeah. If you don't use it, you're going to lose it. 
And, and, and what, are we, what, what, what else are we doing that we're so busy that we're not working the word? And when you start boiling it down, what else you're doing? Is it, you know, is what you're doing, is, is it that much more important than, than, than uh, working the word and letting the word work? So if you don't use it, you'll lose it. The other thing that I want to share with you in points as I get ready to wrap up, the growth process requires time and patience. The growth process requires time and patience. And, and, and it's interesting, many, many times, uh, and I'm talking to saved people now, uh, what God gives you, the revelation God gives you in his word is in seed form. He don't give you the whole tree. He gives you the seed form. It's in seed form. And when he gives it to us in seed form, it takes time and patience. When we hear God's word, we are hearing it in a way that is not yet developed. And in order for the seed to become developed, there must be a growth process. And we cannot get the products of spiritual maturity without going through the process. Oh, I, 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 I'd love to take a pill that would help me lose <laughs> 60 pounds. Ain't happening. If, if they got a pill that would knock 60 pounds off me overnight, uh, I'm afraid that's probably poison. <laughs> Amen. I, I, I wish it worked that way, but it don't. I wish I could just go into the house and clap my hands and the carpets get cleaned and, 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 and every, amen, beds get made and everything gets straightened up and deodorized. I wish, amen, I wish, I wish they had a clapper they could do it. But it ain't happening. It, amen. If you, it, to, to get your house like you want it to be, it's a process. Right. And it takes work. It takes time. Uh-huh. For, uh, amen. We look at people and, 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 and we see them at different levels of spiritual maturity and we look, man, I wish I, I wish I had. Amen. But a lot of times you don't know the process they went through right. to get to where they are. Right. Right. Hallelujah. So we got to have, it takes time and it requires patience. Amen. And then uh, the third thing, I want to talk about hardness of heart. He talks about that seed uh, being where it's trampled. And uh, one of the things that I want to say to parents, and, and, and it, it doesn't just go for parents, uh, but especially, uh, we need to reach our children while they are young and open to Christ. That hardness of heart, uh, we, we, we live in a world where people's hearts are hard. Do you know, uh, we live in a world where something can be happening to somebody, and instead of rendering assistance, you know what folk will do? They'll pull out their cameras and sit there and video. Videotape what's going on instead of coming to the assistance uh-huh. and trying to help somebody. They want to get it on video. Thank you. We're, we're living in a hard world now. Yeah. Amen. The, the, the Bible talks about the hearts, amen, of the people who are going to be hard. Yes. And the world, I'm talking to, I'm talking to uh, parents of, of, of young children. The world that we are growing up in today Uh is a different world than what some of us grew up in as children. It's different. What they teach in the schools is different. It's different. And, 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 And so, because of it, parents, you are going to have to be intentional. To counteract what's going on, because if you're not careful, amen, uh, uh, that hardness is going to affect your children. 
And so while you are uh, uh, their primary uh, 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 mentors and teachers and role models, you need to reach them while they're young for Christ, while their hearts are still tender. Amen. You need to model prayer. So uh, uh, you don't just have to tell them to pray. They see it as a regular routine, amen, in your life. And, 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 and when they ask questions, Daddy, uh, why do you do that? Dad, Mom, why do you always do that? Amen. Uh, uh, you want to have uh, uh, model it before. And don't just depend on the church to do it. We'll try to partner with you, but we can't do it. It's your responsibility to do it. Talking about the hardness of hearts. I remember, I remember distinctly, right before I got saved, that, and I think I was about 13 years old, my heart was turned. My heart was getting hard. It was beginning to get hard. And, and, and that world was beginning to be an attraction and, 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 and was getting ready to pull me out. And, and uh, the timing of God, and when I say the timing of God, uh, because we had a pastor that had a, had a stroke, Elder Amon Trimble, and, and he couldn't talk clearly and, and, and slurred his words and I didn't get anything out of what he was teaching or what he was supposedly preaching. I'd go to church and I'd be sitting there you know, and I wasn't getting nothing out of it. And I was, I was getting up to about, amen, I say about 13 years of age, and I was starting to turn. My heart was starting to get hard. And, 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 and uh, the, the attraction of the streets and the world was, was beginning to uh, be my imagination. And I remember when uh, uh, they brought in Pastor Henry Phillips Sr., Brought him in, and he wasn't pastor then, he was assistant pastor. And one of the first things that he did was, he meant, uh, ran a revival. And uh, one of the first things that he did was, he was a man that was speaking into my life. Amen. I, 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 I grew up, I heard what my mama was saying, but my mama couldn't teach me how to be a man. I heard what she was saying. But, but I began to, that was my mama. Don't get me wrong, I love my mama. But I was beginning to put her in the classification where she's just another woman. And, 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 and I, I want to grow up and be a man. And a woman can't tell me how to be a man. I was just getting, I, my, my, I was getting ready to turn. And God used a man that was saved to speak into my life. And, 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 and to say, I need your help. Amen. Uh, there's some things that you can do. And, 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 and I need your help. And I'm thinking, you know, okay, yeah, anything be just sitting up here uh, uh, looking at the ceiling. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't mind learning how to do some things. You, you know how to do construction? Yeah, I want to learn how to do some construction. You, you know. Amen. He said, I need your help. I said, all right, that's good. Yeah. He said, but I need you to be saved. All right. He said, in order to really help, you got to be saved. Hallelujah. And God gave him what to say to reach me. Before uh, uh, it was too late and my heart had hardened. Amen. We got to ask God to give us the wisdom and the strategy. Now, for me, it was at 13 years of age. Now, that was, that, that was my, 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 my time frame. Where if, I, I believe if I had not got saved, when I got saved, I don't know if I'd be here today. Right. Uh, I, would, I, I wouldn't be here today. I don't know if I'd be on earth today. All right. Amen. That was, that was my time. Yes. Now, just because it was 13 for me, amen, that, it, it don't mean it's 13 for everybody. That's some of you that, that's some of you that met Christ at different, different ages, different stages. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Different ages, different stages. But, it, but, but, but he's an on-time God. He's an on-time God. And, and, and the thing that I'm saying to you is uh, you already took the first step and you accepted him to be your Lord and Savior. Amen. Don't, don't half-step. Don't, don't, don't stop there. 
But amen. Uh, uh, since you're on this side of the fence. And you believe that God is real. And you know that he died for your sins. Since you're already on this side of the fence. Let's, amen, uh, 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 allow the word to finish what he started. And receive with meekness the engrafted word. And let the process continue to the saving of your soul. And if we let that process continue, you'll see more fruit operating in your lives. Amen. So as I close today, I guess they're playing my closing music now. As I close today, amen, I made up my mind. Amen. If it takes, amen, a habit in order to uh, 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 cultivate, and, 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 and if I got to come up with a habit and a system, that I have to do with the word that's being shared. Amen. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Amen. I'm determined. That I'm going to be fruitful. Amen. I don't want to go. I, 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 I've said this before. Amen. I, I, I never like traveling broke. And I've had to do it on some occasions. Where... Uh, somebody needed me to drive or something like that, and I didn't have the money. And uh, I said, well, I, I ain't really got much. Oh, that's all right. We'll buy the gas, and we'll buy the food, and all you got to do is drive. Mm-hmm. Well, I can do that. But you know what? It's a funny feeling being out of town uh-huh. and, and, and looking around, and, mm-hmm. and, and you go and you look in your wallet, and there ain't nothing there, and you got to wait on somebody and say, you want to get a hamburger? Maybe I want a pizza. But beggars can't be choosing. Uh, I, I, I don't want to go broke. And I'm here to tell you, amen, take my word for it, you do not want to go into the kingdom of God and not have fruit. You don't want to go in broke. Amen. You want to go in where he said, uh, well done, my, my, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over few things. He didn't say you had to have a lot. You've been faithful over, I'm making you ruler over me. So let's come up with a strategy and a plan. Amen. So that the enemy won't get our seed. Get anything from the word today? Let's stand on your feet. Hallelujah.